Welcome to My Canning Cellar, Episode 5. Back in 2019, I started making jellies. I was pretty sure I could handle those okay. At that time, I only had a large covered pot because I didn't actually have my water bath canner yet. The only stove I was using was a two-burner electric hot plate as we were gutting and renovating our old farmhouse and I didn't have a proper kitchen, but it worked. I had some bags of frozen blueberries, so I began with those. I also needed two tablespoons of lemon juice, one envelope of 100% fruit pectin, five and a quarter cups of sugar, and three cups of the frozen blueberries. The reason for the lemon juice is, in scientific terms, and I'm quoting, the lemon juice lowers the pH of the mixture, which also neutralizes those negative charges on the strands of pectin, unquote. I still don't get it, but I use the lemon juice because it told me to. One reason to use pectin is because it's a naturally occurring starch, and when used in jams and jellies and preserves, it helps achieve a thicker texture. Some say blueberries have enough natural pectin, and if you don't have any store-bought pectin, you can still make the jam. It may not be as thick as it would be otherwise, but there's nothing wrong with the blueberry spread or syrup either. If you don't like to eat so much sugar, then you will have to buy a low or no sugar pectin, specifically formulated for that. I have successfully used the low or no sugar pectin. I started by borrowing my sister's jam and jelly maker to help smush the berries once I thawed them out. The other equipment I used was a large stock pot with a cover, a rack for the bottom of my pot, my trusty Dutch oven pot, a wooden spoon, a canning funnel, six jelly jars with the lids and the rings, a dark colored dish towel because, you know, blueberries, a ladle, and a jar lifter. First thing I did was I combined three cups of the crushed blueberries with the lemon juice in my Dutch oven. I stirred in the one envelope of the dry fruit gel pectin. I brought all that to a boil, stirring constantly. Then I added the sugar, stirring to dissolve. Then I returned the mixture to the rolling boil, let it boil hard for one minute, stirring constantly. A hard boil means you can't stir it down, but you do want to put the effort into stirring it to keep it from burning. You remove it from the heat, and then you skim that white foam off. The foam won't hurt the jam, but it makes the jam look cloudy. And, more importantly, the foam takes up some of the head space in the jars, and we want the head space to be just jelly or jam. Otherwise, the foam could cause the lid to not seal. So then I ladled the hot jam into the hot sterilized 8-ounce jelly jars using the canning funnel. I filled it to a quarter inch below the rim, and again, I got six jelly jars full. Then I wiped the jar rim clean. I put the lid on it and tightened the ring just to fingertip strength. Even when you're using a water bath, too tight of the lids can cause them to buckle. And the reason I sterilized the jars first is because I used a water bath. A canner would have sterilized the jars for us, but you don't use a pressure canner when you do in jellies. It has enough natural acids, so you don't need to have that much heat from the pressure canner. So I processed these jars for 10 minutes in my boiling water in my large pot. You have to keep at least two inches of water at all times over the jars, and the timing of the water bath starts after it comes to the rolling boil. 
Then I turned my heat down under it, just enough so it kept a steady roll. But I'm not overusing the energy, in this case electricity for the hot plate. After processing, I removed them and let them cool for 12 to 24 hours, just by letting them sit on a dish towel on the table. When I didn't want to dig through the freezer looking for more berries, I made my next batch of jelly using 100% grape juice. What I used was 3 cups of the grape juice, 1 package of the powdered pectin, and 4 cups of sugar. And I really can't remember how many jelly jars I got out of this batch, but I will assume it was 6. That seems to be pretty average. So I combined the grape juice and the pectin in a pot. I like to use a Dutch oven pot or the stainless steel. And I used a whisk to work at the clumps of pectin because sometimes the dry pectin will clump together with the grape juice. I always add the sugar after the pectin is boiling, otherwise the jelly may not set. So I did the same procedure I did with the blueberry. I removed it from the heat, skimmed off as much foam as I could, I ladled the hot mixture into the hot jars, wiped the rims, lid on, and then the ring finger tight. I put them in the water bath, and again, once it started a rolling boil, I started my timer for 10 minutes. Now, if you are a big jam and jelly eater, you don't even have to water bath these. You could make them, put them in the jars, and then you could put them in your fridge. But I don't have the experience to tell you how long they would keep in your refrigerator. Another jam I really, really like is carrot cake jam. This is made with one 20-ounce can of unsweetened crushed pineapple, do not drain it, one and a half cups of shredded carrots, and I bought pre-shredded carrots from the store, one and a half cups of chopped peeled ripe pears, and I didn't go to the store. I had cans of pears already in my cupboard. Three tablespoons of lemon juice, one teaspoon of ground cinnamon, one quarter teaspoon of ground cloves, one quarter teaspoon of ground nutmeg, one package of powdered fruit pectin, and then, because I was using the regular fruit pectin, six and one half cups of sugar. Do not try to skimp on the sugar using the regular fruit pectin because that will not let your jelly set. So, I put the first seven ingredients in my saucepan and I brought it to a boil. Then, I let it simmer at a reduced heat, covered, stirring occasionally. Then I stirred in the pectin and brought it to a full rolling boil over high heat. Again, I need to stir constantly to keep it from burning. Stirred in the sugar and brought it to a full rolling boil again, letting it boil while I stirred for one more minute. Removed it from the heat and again I skimmed off the foam. Then I put them in eight hot sterilized half pint jars and I left a quarter inch head space. Then I wiped the rims, I put the lids on, put the rings on, and then I put them into the canner where the water was already simmering. I had to make sure they were covered with at least two inches of water at all times. Brought it to a boil and these I only need to process for five minutes. This is a very sweet jam and I actually did them in half pints because I knew that once they were open they would not get eaten very quickly. I like to thin it down with water and use it as a chicken or pork sauce cooking it right along with the meat. 
Thank you again for visiting me at my canning cellar. Please leave me a five-star review to help me show up in the listings. There just aren't a lot of home canning podcasts out there, so I want to do my best to be helpful and encouraging. Talk soon. Stay safe.